0: Okay, everybody, today we are talking about how to finish well. When it's time to leave your job, you've made that decision, what are some tips and strategies for exiting with grace and intention? So, Lisa, we're
1: going to turn it over to you. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you both for having me. I'm excited to continue this conversation about when to walk away and how to do so gracefully. I think that tactfully walking away Timeline is really instrumental in that. It's giving yourself dates to have those conversations. I think it's a great idea to set up a conversation with HR. I think it's important to know when your date is that you're going to give your notice and be prepared to give at least two weeks notice. And then talking further about that I'm a big believer that two weeks notice is completely fair, but you may have a conversation with your supervisor when you give that notice and they may ask, is there any way we can keep you a little bit longer just till we kind of transition some of this work? There's a way to say no gracefully if you're starting a new position. You are in control of that and you can politely decline um, if needed, but if you are fully prepared to extend the terms of your resignation, Be prepared for whatever direction that conversation might take and know how you're going to answer that effectively going into that meeting. Your supervisor may ask you, well, why are you leaving? And I think that's a great time to point out the things that weren't working for you within the scope of the role. Doing that tactfully doesn't need to be defensive, doesn't need to be um, accusatory. I am a big believer of, the I feel communication style. I feel this. And nobody can invalidate you for feeling something. Be prepared when you go into that conversation about the reasons why you're ready to step away. You may have accepted this other position. They may walk away from that conversation and go to your HR and finance and say, he or she is leaving. Is there anything that we can do to keep them? Can we create a a position? Can we Find the money in the budget to promote. If they come back and counter your offer, you need to be prepared as to whether or not you want to listen to their offer or you are you are fully ready to walk away. I think that time frame that you give yourself when you know you're going to walk away from a job is really going to set you up for success in that conversation when you're ready to resign. It's not always that way. A job could could recruit you that you weren't even looking for and you may hey, I'm not looking, but I'm always going to keep my options open, which I encourage all of you to always do, is that you may go through an interview process and realize you want that new opportunity that you weren't even looking for. And you do have to have that conversation a lot sooner than you thought you were going to. I'm a big believer in taking notes, having pros and cons lists, visualizing what it is that I want and and knowing what I need to do to get there. That would be my advice in terms of tactfully walking away.
2: You bring up some great points, Lisa. I'd love to kind of dive in just a little bit into large organizations versus smaller organizations and the differences in how to tactfully exit. And especially with an, an unexpected offer, I think we've covered a lot, like if it's time and you feel that there are red flags and you need to walk away. But let's say you get an unexpected offer and you've entertained conversations. How do you bring up to an employer in a tactful way, in a respectful way, but also kind of like, Saying, hey, it made sense for me to do this. And I didn't do it in, in any malintent. It was an opportunity that I was exploring and it happened to come to fruition. And it's a, it's a great opportunity for me. However, leaving the door open to like a counter offer from that organization to let them know, hey, I've had this conversation and I think I'm going to take this position, unless there's something else here that I may not know about. <laughs> you know, so how to gracefully and tactfully bring that up without them feeling slighted that you had the conversation with another company.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Not all companies, but many companies. There's this idea that if you talk about other opportunities or you are open to other opportunities, that it shows that you're not necessarily loyal. Mm -hmm. And things change every single day. You know, a company could go out of business or merge or have to make some cuts and if they had to let you go they would let you go i think positioning this kind of conversation in a again transparency having going into a conversation with your boss and just say i want to be fully open and honest with you which you don't always have to do just want to put that out there is that you don't owe them that you don't owe them that conversation But I just want you to know that I've had an opportunity fall into my lap. I would be taking on a bigger role, bigger responsibilities. It's in line with where I see myself going. It was completely unexpected, but I want to be fully honest with you that I'm having these conversations. I do love this company. I know that I'm incredibly happy here, but for the purposes of my the next step in my career, I want to know if realistically this, this position can lead me there. Is there room for me to go in this direction that this other opportunity is, is presenting?
0: And Um, what's the timeline for that, right? Exactly.
1: Exactly. The consistent themes here, alignment and timeline. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely whether it's a large organization or a small organization, how you have those conversations. Your boss is your boss. And the only difference might be how the HR function is in a large organization versus a smaller organization. Do you have that direct access to HR that you can have that candid conversation with? Um, Which I think if you have that strong HR manager partnership relationship, I absolutely think I, I encourage those kind of conversations with HR because HR and companies want to retain good talent. They want to figure out ways to keep talent. So if HR, you know, HR may have more insight than than a manager might have and HR and man, the manager may sit down, whether at a large organization or a small organization and say, Hey, heard so and so is is looking for a new role. What can we do to keep this person? How can we retain them? Um So I I know that, you know, there's there's a lot of buzz around how do we retain talent? How do we how do we keep people from moving to our competitors?
2: What
0: about doing things in such a way that you can ask for references? I mean, that's always an issue, right? Because most new employers want to have a reference from the company that you currently work for, and sometimes that can be awkward. What are your tips there?
1: Mm. References. I have a love-hate relationship with references. Um, And ironically, the company that I work for, we have done away with references. From a recruiting standpoint, prior to us taking references out of the offer equation, it was we need to have references from somebody who is in a current or previous supervisor position. And I think that for whatever reason, people do have to understand that those conversations internally may not have happened yet, and that's just not possible. There's a lot of studies that are coming out now that references can be very subjective and aren't necessarily the best reflection of somebody's how somebody's going to be in their job. It's, it's a bias that a lot of companies are trying to eliminate.
2: I agree
1: 100%. <laughs> so, Elisa,
0: a lot of times when people leave a position, it's because... They're no longer satisfied or perhaps something has gone wrong. And there can be some negative feelings that are part and parcel of that process. What is your advice for managing those feelings and keeping it positive and professional and the value in doing that for your career going forward?
1: Whatever is the reason that got you to this point, whether you've realized the time at this particular job has just come to an end or another offer has come on the table, whatever it may be. You don't want to discredit all of that amazing work that you've done for this organization and the value that you did bring. So when you are ready to have that conversation, keep it positive. There is a way to provide constructive criticism or feedback in a constructive way that doesn't have to be defensive, that doesn't have to be negative. And keep it positive. Remain calm, especially if you're leaving a situation where maybe you have a hot-headed bus or it's a toxic situation. Always come back to the facts. Always come back to keeping it positive and always try to stay calm in that conversation. This is my notice. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I've learned so much. And don't be afraid to to also be appreciative of that opportunity. It, It got you to this next opportunity you're going to be jumping into. And no one could ever say that you left in a bad way disgruntled. I love that. And I also think it's true that
2: you can learn from good and bad experiences. The good you want to take with you in a little suitcase and take it wherever you go next, whether that be working for someone else or doing your own thing. Um, But also the bad things, because it shows you what type of professional and leader you want to be in the future. Learning things not to do are just as
1: valuable as learning things to do. So to recap, in terms of leaving a position tactfully or having the quitting conversation gracefully, I think, number one, if you know that you are walking away and you are not accepting a counteroffer from this company, you are ready for that next opportunity outside of this role, this company, make sure you have a timeline, have realistic expectations make a list of the the people within your organization and your team that you want to have these discussions with, know what you're going to say in that conversation. So be prepared. So have a timeline, be prepared. And when you have that conversation, know what you, are you giving two weeks notice? If they ask you to stay for longer, are you prepared to say yes? Um, And be prepared with the feedback that you want to provide when they're asking why you are leaving the company and if there is any way that they could make you stay. So timeline, be prepared, and really know when to walk away. And then I think in terms of if you have an offer on the table that you weren't searching for, that this opportunity fell in your lap, and you may not have necessarily as much time to prepare, be real with yourself. Know whether or not that this opportunity makes sense for you for all of the reasons that you need it to make sense. Is it the right opportunity? Is it the best time to leave your current role? And have a transparent conversation with your supervisor if you feel like you have that relationship that you can do so. And share with them, hey, this is this is what's going on. I'm having these conversations and I just want to know this is where I see myself going Is this opportunity going to be available for me and how long would it take for me to get there? I can't emphasize enough preparing yourself for these conversations. And then at the end of it all, stay positive, remain calm, and know that you can learn from any situation, bad or good.
0: Great. Great advice. Thank you, Alisa. Thank you, Alisa.
2: Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing
0: sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching
2: for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women.